Welcome in, everyone. Please join me in wishing our good friend Gio a happy birthday. 35 years old. Happy birthday, Gio. 35? I'm not that old yet. My God. Thank you, though. 35 years old. I got kicked off my parents' insurance today. It's always amazing. I've been rolling that, doing adult things. I'm not looking forward to that. Thank you, though, Mr. Nathan. Doing anything special this weekend at all? I went out to dinner with my parents last night. Um, not this weekend, next weekend. I got so, I got a bunch planned. I am watching football with one of my buddies at his new places on Sunday. I'll probably just go out to go out normally though on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Nothing spectacular. Very fun. Well, congratulations. Twenty six is his real age for everyone, and um. Hey, you couldn't ask for a better present there than the the Packers 49ers ending. The ending was amazing. <laughs> I I was the highs and lows of that fourth quarter. Uh when they scored the go ahead, like you knew it was coming. But I thought they I truthfully didn't think they left us enough time because we had no timeouts on the clock, but Rodgers is a magician somehow. I I mean, I don't know how the 49ers don't cover the one person we're going to throw the ball yeah. to. I, I mean, you don't even have to be a Packers fan to know that Devontae Adams is going to be the target yeah. on any of the plays that are going, that are going to happen. Yeah, I would just, even when playing prevent, like, shadow Devontae Adams. Like, make MVS catch the ball in crunch time. because He was out. T- oh, was he? Yeah, he uh, hurt his hammy. I think it was, oh. like, end of the th- – third maybe in the fourth quarter i forget exactly when it was yeah still yeah, make, MV- make mvs try and catch the ball on crunch time because he's gonna drop it or he's gonna fumble i agree 100 percent. he has fumbled one whole time in his career so the, the fumble thing he had a big fumble we do remember it last year against the colts in overtime that's his only nfl fumble. i i do remember that he's more likely to just drop it <laughs> yeah i think i bet on the packers that game and that didn't work out so, also, for those who don't know, me and Gia both live on the East Coast, so I have not made it to the end of a, a, a night game this year. I just, while pooping in the morning, I just watch the highlights. It sucks. I fucking hate the East Coast. 8.30 start times? I've had to st- stay up for two already for Monday night against the Lions. And- yeah. And the 49ers, and in each game, I was up till the end. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm very happy the Browns haven't had any of those because I remember last year, it was just like, it was, it, it was in midnight, and I'm stressed out on like a Sunday or a Monday night, and it just sucks. Yeah, I couldn't fall asleep on, I guess it was Monday morning technically until like 2 a.m. because I was just so like amped up after, after like a close game like that, like. Yeah. If it's your team, you're getting into it. Yeah. It's just like Yeah. I mean your Browns got a big win against the Bears who yeah, that people was... are calling into question the integrity of head coach Matt Nagy's game plan in that one. 
Yeah, we we were trying to get a Bears uh, fan here on the pod just to kind of you know hear their you know hear their um their like opinion on it and their opinions. But you know, one thing I've been kind of disappointed about with everything I've heard about that game is is no one's given the no one's given the Browns defense credit. We are a good defense. I mean, it was like 47 total plays on the defense had in snaps. And we had nine and a half sacks. Miles like Garrett himself had four and a half sacks. That alone is just in, insane. It was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And it's just, you know, oh, people aren't giving us credit. I, I do understand that, um, you know, I do understand people shitting on Matt Nagy because he tried to have Justin Fields run the Andy Dalton off. And maybe, maybe a week's just not enough time to scheme something up, even though they drafted Justin Fields in May. Yeah, they should have had something schemed up better to his skill set. They, they should have had worked on all summer with like him and the second team, maybe work some first team personnel in there just in case. Yeah, but, like I, I always I go, I always go back to. Um, when the Ravens two or three years ago made the switch from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson, and they made the playoffs that year, like they were a good team. And they made the switch, and they went from the worst rushing offense in the, in the league and the least rushing attempts to the most. And it's and just probably like, the best. Yeah, and that's just coaching, and, and that's understanding the skill set of you. I mean, it's like being a manager at work. If you don't understand the skill set of your, of your employees and you try and have them do things that are out of their skill set, they're going to fail. Yeah. And it's just it's just funny seeing that happen, you know, seeing that analogy on a football field. But the Browns looked very good. The yeah. offense, offense struggled in the first half, but then just give the ball to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and, and Kareem Hunt had a monster day. He's just good. I mean, just really good. So one thing I I think we all like the the Browns players played all particularly well. OBJ had a good comeback game. Obviously, oh, Jarvis is great. on if I on IR. I mean, I don't really think you're starting too many of the receivers outside of OBJ. But one thing I do want to ask you about the other side of this equation: the offense of the Bears. So we're looking at. Players that were drafted high, like David Montgomery and Allen Robinson, even Cole Clement maybe was drafted late on some, but Allen Robinson and David Montgomery both probably within the first five or six rounds. What, what do you do with them? Allen Robinson had two receptions for 27 yards. There's no doubt that he's a very good wide receiver in the NFL and has potential to be top 10 fantasy wide receiver. But two for 27, and they look atrocious. Yeah, Allen Robinson's been one of the biggest plays. I mean, Justin Fields also only had six completions. Yeah. Six for 20 for 68 yards and three carries for 12 yards. Like, they Do you just, feel confident any, in starting any of the Bears right now? I mean, no. Like, how, how can you trust Allen Robinson at this point? Like, Would Andy Dalton or Nick Foles starting over Fields make you feel any better about Allen Robinson, who also didn't have amazing week two no, or week one? Um, no, because it's this—it's all just going to be the same offense. So Kaler in our league, 
made the swap against me. Thank you, K Dog. Really appreciate it. Made the swap from um, Devontae, not Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins to Allen Robinson, which wasn't a, a bad idea with Devon, you know DeAndre Hopkins being hurt three for six for 21. But you're expecting more out of Allen Robinson. and Yeah, you really are. But so, like, I feel like K Dog probably doesn't start A Rob next week. Like, it's hard to make a case to, even if they're not playing a particularly good opponent until yeah. they actually show they can play some offense. Yeah. And I don't know if they will do that. I mean, they play the Lions, but the Lions haven't been terrible. They're frisky. They're a frisky team. Yeah. But I do want to, th- this does bring me to a good transition point to another game that happened this weekend which led to some kind of shocking standings after the week three matchup. And that was the chargers versus the chiefs chargers winning 30 to 24 over the chiefs, the chiefs falling to one and two in last place in the AFC West. Are, are Is it you, almost time to panic? I was just going to ask you, are you panicking? I, if I'm a chiefs fan, I'm probably not because you've played three Pretty good teams this year. I mean, when you win your division, you're going to have a hard schedule. And then on top of that, your division's playing the AFC North. So yeah, probably wouldn't. But at the same time, you do have to be like kind of concerned because they should be the best team in the league. And maybe this is a team that people bet to go undefeated. Yeah. And now have two losses in the first three games. Granted, they play the Eagles this week, so it's a good get on track. But then they play the Bills, the Washington football team, Titans, Giants, Packers. So, like, three pretty easy games with three could be pretty challenging yeah. games there. Well, upcoming on the schedule. Yeah. I, I wouldn't panic. There's still Vegas still has them as the odds on favorite at minus 110 to win the division. I actually just bet on the Chargers to win the division today. But I don't know. It's I mean, a slight panic. Like you're, you're you're supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL, and you're one and two. It also doesn't help though. Like the Broncos are three and zero, but they've literally played yeah. three teams that do not have a win combined yet. Yeah. They're all zero and three. Then the Raiders, for some reason, are hot right now, but seem to always find a way to choke midseason. And nobody really knows about the Chargers yet. Because, I mean, this is a new coaching staff in there. I mean, everyone knows Herbert's got a cannon of an arm, and they got some talent, especially at wide receiver. Mike Williams being good. Exactly. He's having a hell of a year. But um, it's just going to be interesting to see, like, how they'll shape up because I could easily see them pushing them. And now that they have a key head-to-head matchup against, like, one against them. Yeah. So I would say that the Raiders and the Broncos are – Two very, very different 3-0 and teams because, I mean, one, the Broncos, they haven't played anybody. I mean, they're, they've played 2-0 and 3-3 teams right now. Yeah. The Raiders have some good wins. I mean, they Ravens, do. Steelers, who they play this week? The Miami. Raiders played the, the Dolphins in Miami. 1-0 and I mean, they're, they're competitive, two, two wins in overtime. Gruden always starts off hot. I, I mean, I would still uh, – this division is going to be the, the Chiefs and the Chargers, but they got to play yeah. each other twice. You, you got to go. The Chiefs, you got to win. You do. I, I mean, 
with this new scheduling with one buy, like what what's it gonna take to get the buy in the AFC? Three, four, three, four losses? I don't think four yeah. losses gets you a buy. I don't know. There's only one of them. Remember that seventeen yeah. game season, so four losses, thirteen and four here. So someone's going fourteen and three. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I, I think thirteen and four, you're not getting a buy. You you'll probably win your division, but you're not getting a buy. Yeah, so you're own like pretty much the Chiefs can lose one more game is what you're saying yeah. the rest of the season. Which I mean, it is the NFL. Like one it is- thing to consider though, the Chiefs last year were like ten and zero or something. I don't know if it was ten. I don't remember the exact number, but they had a high. They were very like a hundred percent in one score games, and they had a, a decent yep. amount more. And so, like, if the ball bounces a little differently, because I know Mahomes had, like, led the league and, like, dropped interceptions last year. We saw in this, in this Chargers game what happens if the interception's not dropped. Yeah. So, you can't, you might not have that, like, swing of the luck. I mean, everyone gets, like, obviously, the defenders are defenders because they couldn't play offense and couldn't catch the ball. Yeah. That's why they're a cornerback. So, like, that's one thing to consider, but they're not going to catch everything. But it is one thing to watch. It's one thing people were watching for the Packers actually last year, but we ended up playing pretty well and surprising people that way. So you yeah. never know. You never well, know. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs could easily be 0 and 3 right now. Like the Browns were beating them for three quarters and then yep. just gave the ball away. Because like, I know we've gotten used to the Chiefs when they're down in games just running the Tyree Kill play. They didn't hit the Tyree Kill play this week. Yeah. Tyree was this is probably the first week like that I actually remember where he hasn't been the top ten wide receiver. Uh, week two, he was shut. The Ravens shut Tyreek down. Besides last week, <laughs> yeah, in the last two weeks they they shut him down. Yeah, Kelsey still is being doing Kelsey things, but Tyreek like if he doesn't, it's seeming like if he doesn't catch that big touchdown, it's kind of like he's. Almost in like home run hitter mode. Yeah, week week two, Tyree Kill, uh, one carry for fifteen yards, three receptions for fourteen yards. So you shut down Tyreek, which is not easy to do. No, it's not. Not everyone will be able to do that either. But that that's that's a recipe. Let let them dunk it down to to Kelsey and make them make the mistakes and don't lose on seventy yard touchdowns. Yeah. One thing to point out, though, is that um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did have a 100-yard game. He um, did. He didn't score 70 sure. carries, 100 yards. I mean, that's not – I mean, that's a good game. It's not a great game for fantasy yeah. purposes, that is. That's a great game for, like, NFL purposes. But for fantasy, it's not the best game. But that's a good sign for someone who's been kind of getting ripped after the first two starts of this year, rightfully so. Yeah. But – if he starts getting it going, he, I mean, it could be scary. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. Um, who? Question for you. Who is the number one overall fantasy wide receiver so far this year? I know why you're asking me this question, Mr. Tony, because I believe he's on your football team and is your new number one wide receiver now that the Titans receivers are shitting themselves. And it's Cooper Cup. Cooper fucking Cup baby <laughs> on a tear are the rams this good or is this 
I do think the Rams are this. I think the Rams are this good. I don't think they'll go undefeated. I think they'll have one to two losses probably on the year, but I do think they're one of their could be the team to beat in the NFC come playoff time and have the home field advantage throughout. We're going to see. We're going to see. I, I've, so I've always been a, a big Matt Stafford fan. I think it's legit, dude. They're the best team in the NFL right now through three right. weeks. Right now right. through three weeks. Without right now I would agree with you, but I do want to bring up one little contender, and that's the Bills. And I placed a, good. a decent wager on Josh Allen for MVP today, and here's why. It was plus 900, right? I, I like that. But the Bills have the easiest strength of schedule remaining for the rest of the season. Well, yeah, their division's shit. Who, who else in their and division? Josh Allen, Josh Allen started off a little slow, but now... Now after this week, I'm like he's showing signs that he might just do what he did yeah. last year, and it's like if if he keeps it up the whole year, it's going to be him versus Stafford for MVP. Yeah. So their division, they're playing the AFC South. So Jaguars, Texans, Colts, Titans. So that's three wins. And then a tough game against the Titans. I, th- then, I think they would. They're a better team than the Titans. Truthfully, oh yeah. If the oh yeah. Like wide receivers are playing right now. Derrick Henry's a freaking. Like, like, not from this earth type person. But. Yeah, but if you get up two scores, you take Derrick Henry out. Like, you start – so that's what the Browns did last year. I, I know I talk about the Browns a little too much. That's just what I, I know when it comes to the NFL, and that's – you know, I watch every one of their games. But the Browns went up two scores early, and you can't – you're down 14, you're down 10. You can't just pound the ball and, and run the clock out. Like, that's kind of a fault of the Browns is if we get down – can we keep up in a shootout? And, and we haven't gotten in that situation yet this year. I think Baker can do it, but that's the recipe to beating the Titans. Yep. The Packers did the exact same thing. If you remember the A.J. Dillon game, yep. they just, in the snow, they jumped out early, and, I mean, they couldn't recover. It's, nope. it's very hard as a true rushing team to, to recover. If you give up the lead, it's hard, especially multiple possessions. Yeah. And that's just that's that's how you beat all right. I mean, that's how you beat the Browns. We are yeah. a run first team. I I believe our passing attack is good enough to come back and get I mean we did it last year, but we did it last year against like the Bengals and, and some some bad teams. But when we played good teams and yeah. we and and we got up early, things went well. I mean, the Steelers game in the the playoffs. We scored 28 points in the first quarter. That helps. And then That definitely helps. Yeah. I mean, they gifted us two, two maybe three touchdowns. Yeah. But, like, and you could run the ball. And we're good at we're really good at running the ball. And you have and, two pretty much top ten running backs in the NFL yeah. who should pretty much be weekly starters on everyone's fantasy team if yeah. you have them, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I don't – if you're not starting Kareem Hunt, I don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah. Put him in your lineup. I traded Miles Sanders because I, I I knew I could stick out with two, maybe three running backs this year. And it might work more than two. We'll yeah. see. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones going down to go back to the Titans thing. Really going to hurt the Titans. I mean, who, who's catching balls? Me. Yeah. 
Chester <laughs> Rogers leads the team in targets with 11, 12, 13, I'm sorry, 13 targets through three weeks. Yeah. And I picked him up this week ju- just in case he does something with A.J. Brown and Julio going down. It is against the Jets, too, so there's, there's a chance he might. I thought it was a sneaky little little pickup. Let's let's dive into that game a little bit. The uh, the Titans Colts game because this left the Colts at a very surprising zero and three. Could be one of the more surprising. Well, it is one of the more surprising. It's the most surprising zero and three team without a doubt. Is this more surprising than the Raiders going three and zero? I would say so. I mean, a lot of like I I I took bet on the Colts to go over nine and a half wins like. They made the playoffs last year. They were a good team based on their defense, and their defense hasn't looked incredible this year. Yeah. One thing I did hear today, fantasy-wise, that I didn't think about, which is very true, Jonathan Taylor has not been playing fantasy-wise all that well this year, similar to what Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire was getting all the hate. No, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, he had 10 carries for 64 yards, which is, a, like, football-wise, that's a good game. I mean, 6.4 yards per carry, you can't really complain about that at all. But fantasy-wise, that's not going to, like, do much for you, especially with only one reception. Yeah. So, I mean, people drafted Jonathan Taylor high in drafts for, for more than Back end of the first that. round. Yeah. Like, would you, and, are you take an, would you trade Austin Eckler for Jonathan Taylor right now? Fuck no. Absolutely not. If I'm you're the Eckler on it, yeah, I'm exactly. keeping it. Yeah, yeah. If you have Taylor, you're you're trying to make that happen yeah. in a heart in a heartbeat. Yeah, but, ten for sixty four, fifteen for fifty one, seventeen for fifty six. The volume is there. There's no production. 6. Yeah, four uh, carries, pretty good. On the receiving side, I mean, Michael Pittman's been a pretty pretty solid start. Obviously, this week he only had sixty eight reception or sixty eight yards on six receptions, so it's not like. He's like league winning or game winning production Great. there, but with tie with um, what's his name out? Why am I blanking on his name? Who? There was Cole's receiver is hurt right now. T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, T. Y. Hilton. I don't know why I was thinking Tyler Lockett for some reason, but T. Y. Hilton. But with T. Y. Hilton now, he's been a pretty serviceable starter up until like this week, so. We're going to see what's going to happen because I think T.Y. is coming off of IR. That could be a little jump in the passing game that the Colts need. Yeah, but when your quarterback is either two very bad backups or Carson Wentz with two sprained ankles, which is impressive to sprain both your ankles on the same play. Yeah. I just – sorry, Pierce. Sorry, Murph. That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, they had, high, they had high hopes for their team and to be zero and three. And I mean, their 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 schedule was also impo- very difficult. I think it was like Ram. They played the Rams. They played the. I'm looking up. I'm sorry, I'm blanking. They played some hard teams. Seahawks, I think. Yeah, Rams week two, Titans week three. I think it was the C. Yeah, Seahawks week one. So like three very good teams. Yeah. But for the other side, though, for the fantasy wise, for production, it's pretty much, yeah, you want Derrick Henry on the Titans, but right now it's not looking great for any of the other people. AJ Brown has been disappointing. Julio, uh, 
you know, I, I drafted Julio in our dynasty league first, you know, my first round pick. He's been great for my fantasy team besides last year. I was really promised. I, I was promising, you know, it looked better week to week. Him and Tana, he was getting the targets and he, he looked good. But this injury news today kind of came out of nowhere. And yeah, it's concerning. Like, he's old. He's not a young stud anymore. Like, you saw last yeah. year, he was hurt. He's missing games. Yeah. And like, it's going to take him a little bit longer to recover, obviously, now at his age. So, yeah. we're going to see what's going to happen with Mr. Julio Jones. You kind of just got screwed that he happened to get traded to the same team that when you are when you had drafted AJ Brown to pretty much yeah. almost like almost kind of phase in there to be his replacement. I feel like then yeah. going on the same team kind of hurts because you can't play both of them at the same time. It, well, you it can, really but... did, and, and like you can't bench Julio or AJ Brown. Like you have to play them, and now with one injured, with both injured. Yeah, we'll see. The the committee, the commissioner's committee, one coming off a huge win. Shout out K Dog, thank you for letting me do that. I needed a win, <laughs> big win for the team, big win for team morale. Yeah. Even without Dalvin Cook, add that in there. No Dalvin Cook, no problem. Yeah, we the one thing we do have to bring up though, we might need to investigate Scott for um paying off NFL players to make <laughs> his fantasy team win every week. We may hey, need to get an investigation open. That's just that's just good defense. <laughs> that's just great. Through three good weeks, two hundred and thirty six points against. <laughs> that's fucking funny, Kaler. Kaler's been getting put like 140s up on every week. Like 433 points against compared to Scott's 236. 200 more fantasy points. Oh, that's hilarious. In the DA league, I came in second again and lost the person who had first. And I'm one and two and have the second most points for. (laughs) How much does that suck? Yeah, it's... That's great. So, do you want to get into uh, next week? We're going to do a little preview now. We're sorry we're a little late on this uh, episode, but life happens. Sorry. So, let's take a week and, uh, or take a look at week four. So, I'm what? playing Rico. I just want to say, Rico, bench all your players and I'll pay you five bucks. No, I'm kidding. But let's go. I have a right now 83% chance of winning over Rico, but I'm guessing no one has their lineup set yet. So, yeah. Rico's running back one and two are Zach Moss and Jamal Williams. That's <laughs> tough. Todd Gurley on the bench. <laughs> Tyson Williams. I'd be starting Tyson over. I'm just scrolling through the matchup. Yeah, your mic was going in and out for a second. Oh, was it? Sorry. I think you're good now. We are, so for those who are new here, we are not a big budget podcast. This is ran out of my home office and Gio is on AirPods on his phone. Let's go. So we're just doing this to have some fun. And that's it. So I get David Montgomery. We're trying to get him on the pod, talk a little Bears, talk a little matchup. We actually have a small wager on this. The winner gets to pick the loser's Christmas PJs. Christmas PJs. Christmas PJs. We we did a similar thing for a round of golf 
uh, for the 4th of July outfit. And uh, Matt shot best round of his life. I think I gave him like seven strokes, and I beat him by two strokes in general in a match Ooh. play event. Yeah, he first time he's ever broken 90. It was the biggest bull crap I've ever seen in my entire life. Kid played. I, I, I literally had to go out there shooting like an, a 78 to beat him. <laughs> so for uh, so let me ask you a hard question then for this matchup. So you have a certain Dalvin Cook who's hurt, but you yeah, do have yeah, a certain yeah. Alexander Madison, but and Kirk Cousins, the the Minnesota Vikings, uh, yeah, my... are playing the Cleveland Browns. So do we want a Mister Dalvin Cook to play, or do we want Madison? Who do we want to shit on? The- yeah, so I, I would say that the worst case scenario is Dalvin is limited but plays. Because then I don't know who to play. But, like, I'm also going to – I'm lining up Kirk Cousins out there. And I I, I can't play Big Ben against Green Bay. And I, I can maybe toss in Teddy Bridgewater. But I'm lining up Kirk Cousins. And – oh, fuck. It's just – it's that have- awful – <laughs> it's that awful thing when your your team is playing against your fantasy team and you just like like I'm not gonna like sit there and like fist bump when Kirk Cousins throws Alexander Madison a touchdown pass. Like I'm gonna be pissed off. Not again, Tony. I just picture the um the Russell Westbrook meme of him checking his phone while the game's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's like it's like betting on your against your own team. Like your heart's, you know, what would you rather be happen? You're a little richer, or your heart gets broken. Like, it, yeah, it sucks. That's fantasy football. You know, it, it's certainly better than when I have to play against like Nick Chubb in fantasy because it's like you're sitting there like, oh, give it to Chubb, but you're like, oh shit, I'm playing him in fantasy. It, it, yeah, that's worse. I agree that is worse. And like, I'm not, I'm not that hard strong about week. the Browns, and I'm gonna bench my top dogs. Yeah. Um, but we got Pierce versus Scott, the matchup of three and O's. Scott loses his secret, not so secret weapon of CMC, but also Antonio Brown's on the COVID list, and he hasn't been his starting lineup. But it right now is favoring Pierce on the sleeper Vegas app by eighty five percent, one thirty five to one eleven. Does does Scott's defense does it does it still remain that good? Can he can he keep another opponent to under a hundred points? I don't think so. But it would be fucking hilarious if it happens. I would laugh my. It would be hilarious, and we'd get the <laughs> FBI to run a nice investigation for us. Because he would obviously be paying someone in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to have to be a matchup to follow. He gets Antonio Brown back. That'll be big. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't – starting A.J. Green and Quintez Cephas, it's kind of amazing this team is three, you know. But kudos to him, <laughs> Cordell Patterson. God, Isn't this points a- against, like – yeah, he has 236 <laughs> I, I hope your defense keeps up because that's hilarious. That that's <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. 
K Dog is um, playing Mr. Al Gunn and is favored 90% to 10%, <laughs> 141 93 to 109 12. Sorry, Gunn. Not looking gonna, good. That is the second most likely when Dan playing, getting his Rick Rhino by 93% chance of winning. Rick and Rhino, the only people who don't have a win yet this year, but I may place an, if I could actually bet through the sleeper Vegas app, I'll do it. I might bet on them. Everyone heard it here. Tony's going to back the sleeper Vegas. I'll give you plus two fifty odds, maximum $10 bet plus two fifty. Plus two fifty odds. Hmm. Money line. Money line. No, Money no line. Points. No points. So pretty much you give me twenty-five. If they win, I give you ten. That's that's what we're saying. Yep. Ooh. You said you would do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, but I was more joking. I don't know if I trust him. <laughs> I'm considering it. I definitely am considering it. We'll, we'll we'll let you decide at the end of the podcast. But yeah, plus two fifty, I'm fine. I'll, I'll give you plus three hundred. Ten to thirty. Ten to win thirty. All right, fine, whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> Rhino and Rick, you better bring your A game this week in fantasy. Yeah, you gotta be texting them start sit decisions. Just like yo, like you guys sure about this one? Like. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Ronald Jones might go be a splash play. <laughs> I am going to. <laughs> and then Peanut versus Burt. Burt, two pretty equal teams. Uh, those two are now best friends. Fun fact: uh, we had Peanut and Sam over for the date in Oktoberfest, and I was third wheeling with my future brother-in-law and my very good friend from college. I was the third wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a good game but that, that was funny to see um any nfl matchups you're looking really forward to t- this week besides um, thursday night thursday night's a heater jacksonville cincinnati oh that's gonna be the game of the week well i'm looking forward really though to the browns vikings game i want the browns to just put the vikings away I really, really, really do for division standings. I think we can Cardinals do Cardinals Rams is very Cardinals interesting Rams matchup. Will be good. Cardinals Rams Packers will be good. Steelers as well. And we're gonna see if the Broncos are for real against the Ravens. So those are pretty yeah. much the high key games. I, I agree. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go look up some uh, some lines real quick. I'm yeah. Just, I'm curious. Not gonna lie, the the NFL is trying to talk up the Bucks Pats game on Sunday night for like the Tom Brady return thing, but I'm considering I might not watch it because I think the Bucks are just gonna kill up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it. It'll be interesting. I'll to watch see the beginning. Patriots. I'll watch the beginning. All right, we're gonna play a game called Guess That Line. Three and O Carolina right. at Dallas. Guess that line. At Dallas. So Dallas is going to be favored minus one. Four and a half. Dallas favored. Ooh. That's a lot of points. Well, I was off by a field goal. That's a lot of points. I... Well, I consider it do... this way. Consider it this way. You, it's, it, you give two and a half for the home field, right? So they're pretty be... much saying a point and a half. 
on yeah. a neutral field. So it's like they would probably win by about one or two points based off of like a field goal or something. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it, they're saying. That that's interesting. All right, guess that line. Baltimore at Broncos. Baltimore minus five. Broncos minus one. Really? Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore plus one on that any time of the week. They lost anytime. They they lost KJ Hamler to a torn ACL. I mean, yes, Cortland Sutton is very good, but like they can't really run the ball too well. And Teddy's like, yeah, Judy's gone for a while, but he's he was gone after week one. But um, Teddy's not like going to be able to fire to Randos and keep it going. So I I I. Don't know uh, why they're favored. I would have guessed the Ravens. I mean, yeah. I said Ravens minus five. <laughs> yeah, I'm take. I, I will be betting on the Ravens plus one there, even though I want the Broncos to win. I hate the Ravens. Yeah. All right, last one. Bills, Houston at Buffalo. Houston at Buffalo. It's got to be Buffalo, like a minus twelve and a half. Sixteen. Oh, that's an NFL spread. <laughs> Minus 16. This is not Ohio State versus Akron, which was an incredible cover. Minus 49 and Ohio State covered. 16 points. In the that's NFL, it. 16 points is like you rarely see anything above two touchdowns. Yeah. Rarely. That's a lot. That's in the wise What's words the of Giants. Big Cat. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in the wise words of Big Cat. Too many points. Too many points. Exactly. But what's the spread on the Giants Saints game? Because like yes. at Saints, um, at Saints, it's got to be like Saints minus four, maybe seven and a half Saints. Wow, my I was off this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you'll work on that. I always like looking I was at the definitely lines. Off it's this very week. interesting. It is very interesting, and especially as gambling is becoming legalized across this country. Yeah. So we finally get at a time. Yeah, we finally get the NFC uh, NFC West double matchup with Seahawks 49ers. That'll be also be a great game. We're gonna that'll, see if the 49ers are real or fake. Yeah, that'll be a red zone game. I, I hope I'm able to watch these. We have a bridal shower Saturday morning, so. I should be able. Yeah, oh no, that's on Sunday. I'll be dri- we'll be driving back, so I'll, I I'm hoping to be home by the four or five games. Watch the Browns on the phone. Make Kristen drive. Yeah, that'll probably be the way you're gonna have to do it. And then Packers Steelers. God, go Pack, go. go pack, Packers go. are favored right now because Six I don't know if Deontay's gonna play. If TJ Watt doesn't play, it. I bet the line moves to close to seven, probably Juju seven, bang. seven and a half. Juju yeah. banged up as well. Go pack, go, Ben's baby. Just, Ben's been looking like an old fart recently. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ben, come trade for him. You want Big Ben as your quarterback three. Come trade for him. I'll, I'll get rid yeah. of him for a second round pick. We're going to see what's going to happen. And I want us to win so badly so I can talk shit to my buddy Jones. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. Um, anything else you really oh, yeah. want to talk about? Yes, the Bears are moving. Sta- are going to build a new stadium in Arlington Heights. All Bears fans are mad right now, but after like one year in a new stadium, they'd be like, "Okay, this is actually a good idea." Calling it now. Yeah. So, 
so I, I was texting Matt about it. Matt Gill, uh, my future brother-in-law, big Bears fan. He's all for it. And, and I was like, really? Why like, should be? And part of it is, is, you know, you think of all these like big time games, like college football, the final four, like none of them are in Chicago because they just don't have a venue that that's good. I mean, I would like to see them build, a, you know, an Allegiant field, a SoFi stadium where the Bears state where Soldier Field currently is. But I don't think they can tear it down. They can just add to it. What they're going to do is build a dome in this Arlington Heights area. Yeah. And then now the NFL can have the Super Bowl in Chicago. Yeah. Yay. Or big and bowl the national games championship. Or... Yay. Yeah. Final and the fours. college basketball national championship. Yeah. Like, like it, it just it, makes more it makes sense. Like it, it's wild that Indianapolis has more big sporting events than Chicago because their stadium is better built for it the city yeah. of chicago is really gonna fight it um but money I don't talks. know how much say they're gonna have they already bought the land i mean so can they knock down soldier yeah i don't think they can i don't know and chicago like they're gonna be very against like them building a new stadium so they're gonna drive the bears out of the actual city of chicago like it's yeah. kind of just it's kind of just meant get meant to happen, and I think like even if they're noticing now that hey they're actually gonna do this, it's probably too late. Yeah, like I I, I don't know if you can knock it down. I I don't think you can. I think it's similar to Lambo, where it's like a historical landmark, and you can't knock it down. Well, if the Bears aren't playing there anymore, I don't know what they're using it for. Maybe, I mean, one of the Chicago colleges takes it over. I mean... Northwestern? I mean, turn it, the, you could turn it into the White Sox stadium. Didn't... I mean, wasn't that built in, like, the 2000s, though? Like, the early 2000s? Yeah, their new, they're new stadium's pretty nice. Yeah, so, like, they don't need a new stadium. I mean, the Cubs stadium's old as shit, but I don't think they're ever getting rid of Wrigley. Yeah. People would riot. Yeah, so. I'm reading into it a little bit. I don't think they can knock it down. So the city of Chicago just have Soldier Field right there, sitting there. Yeah. Maybe they can convince Notre Dame to play all their home games in Chicago. They won't do that. Oh, I know. Yeah, that... I mean, if they if they could build like a SoFi or like a Jerry World or a Legion State, you know, all these new stadiums are incredible. If they could put one right yeah. there in down, like that's the best case scenario. I just don't know if it's possible. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But I they with this plot of land they bought, it just seems like it's down to happen outside. Oh, of Chicago. it's gonna be it's gonna be gnarly when they build it. I, I'm excited for it. It it really stinks because the location of Soldier Field's what really makes it. But yeah, it'll be tough. I don't know. I think I honestly think people will be mad for like a day, and then they'll be like, "Okay, this is a really and then cool they'll brand go new to stadium." A game. And then they'll be lot. like, "Yeah," and then they'll be like, "All right, we're good to go. We can take the train down, booze on the train, and just have fun." Yeah. 
So I think that I think it's gonna, it'll end up being a good thing, and they'll get a brand new, nice, really nice stadium by like twenty twenty six. All right. So we'll finish on that game. Do you think they beat the Lions at home? Is it bad that I'm thinking about this? Because I kind of think the Lions get their first run of the year this weekend. I, I hate to say it. That's how, that's how bad the Bears looked last week. And the Lions have been frisky against some decent teams. Yeah. They got screwed. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that. That was crazy. Justin Tucker is a bananas. <laughs> like, as a Lions fan, like, I, like. She was a Lions fan. Someone clipped that. Uh, uh, yeah, I meant, like, if you're a Lions fan, like, you gotta be hating that. <laughs> Yeah, like it's just classic. It's classic. It's classic Lions. The 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 gods hate Detroit. They're gonna turn it around. It's gonna be like twenty years from now, and like the the Pistons and the Tigers and the Lions are all gonna be like making the playoffs. So we're gonna be like, do you guys remember like growing up when every Detroit team was just dog water, terrible? Growing up, Tony, we're twenty six. Well, I'm twenty. They've been You're- bad since <laughs> we were alive. Yeah, but they're still bad now. <laughs> I think it'll turn around. Sorry, sorry, Scott. In the next 20 years. Uh, so just draft LeBron James. It's not hard. Yeah, figure it out. Just the LeBron James just from Detroit. Yeah. You, you got this. That's funny. All right. With that. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Go Browns. Go Pack Go. And we'll talk to you later. Happy birthday again, Gio. Thank you, Nathan.